0: Okay, with Ashley Gianni, No Rules is the the winning screenplay from the Diversity Film Festival, 1992, New Jersey. (laughs) Uh, It's about friendship. It's about – it's not like a midlife crisis, but it's about that time where you're at a certain age where, like, you have to, like, leave your dreams behind and kind of grow up, quote-unquote, meaning of what society tells you to do. And I guess these girls – or these people, I should say – kind of like say, no, let's, uh, we want to do our, follow our dreams still, and we'll do anything that it takes to get there. Is that a good pitch to your screenplay?
1: I think that's a great pitch, Matthew. Thank you so much for, you know, uh, summarizing that for me. I would also say that it really celebrates queerness and friendship and the power of femininity as well. In addition to the idea of not giving up on your dreams and living within your authentic expression.
0: So why, uh, the question is the setting, why 1992 and why New Jersey?
1: Great question. Well, first I'm from New Jersey. So it was very much an ode to my childhood growing up in the suburbs of New York City, growing up in an Italian Jewish family in Jersey. Uh, it was only natural for me to put place it in that world. Um, and the thing I love about it is that in 1992, historically, this is where we are starting culturally to um, introduce drag to um, to our mainstream audience here in America. It's right as at the end of 92, uh, RuPaul has a big success with Supermodel. Mm-hmm. And the next, by 94, we have, drag, you know, RuPaul is on a huge success mainstream career. And that is really the turning point for the drag community where drag went from a very underground art form for decades in 92 we are starting to see it become forefront and now uh we have you know RuPaul's Drag Race it's it's so part of our mainstream culture um in today's you know for today's audience
0: and we need to keep it that way too right so
1: amen we better keep it that way
0: yeah because there's some certain people who want who don't want to keep it that way.
1: Uh, oh, absolutely! It's why it's I. I really am passionate about telling this story right here and right now.
0: So okay, so Italian Jewish family. Did you so? Did you have Friday Shabbat dinner and Sunday dinner as well? Did you do? Did you do? Yes. Both? Yeah. I did. I-
1: I grew up yes I did I, I grew up Jewish I was raised Jewish um, but I also lived in a two family home with my Italian grandparents and so it was very much uh, my Italian grandparents would participate in Hanukkah with us and then we would go upstairs to the main you know home and have Christmas with them and so it was so integrated both cultures were so integrated into uh, into my childhood and upbringing.
0: That's amazing. And then yes, yeah, so, because that's like that's that's kind of like the tri-state area in a nutshell. Is that those? Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm a good, I'm a good pizza bagel.
0: <laughs> so what's the what's the best bagel? Is it is it the New York bagel?
1: Oh my God. Is that even a are we even having this conversation? Of course. It's the best yeah. pizza. It's the best bagel. Uh, for a very long time, Dunkin' Donuts was only on the East Coast. And I would say that's our our best coffee um, but we have we we now have some here in LA it's nice to have a little taste of home
0: but because people say the montreal bagel is the best bagel
1: i have had a montreal bagel mm. and i it's a great city and i loved my time <laughs> there but not my favorite bagel <laughs>
0: <laughs> why? Is it, why? Well, I'm just curious. Like, we'll get to your schedule Like, why not the best bagel?
1: Yeah, I'll talk about bagels and pizza and New York. You know, all day. Um, I, you know, there. I. It's often said that there's something in the water, and that's what gives that New York bagel and that pizza dough a very specific taste and a very specific like essence. And I think that's just if it doesn't have that water, it's missing a, a little special piece of.
0: You're saying uh, like you're saying hustle. the the garbage from the Hudson River makes the the New York bagel.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a well seasoned river.
0: <laughs> okay, so tell so, so then yeah, it's a great setting. Actually, it's kind of a it's a kind of a a good setting in in, in the sense of like. We're ready for that kind of era to see, be seen on on um, on the screen. Yeah. Like you said, it's 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 kind of the beginning of of a certain kind of renaissance, of, of push, yeah. right? And a lot a lot of, a lot is happening in 1992, in, in especially in the United States, right?
1: Absolutely. We're also right. So it's also a queer story coming out on yeah. the tail end, not really the tail end, but still really
0: in the almost the, the beginning, in, in a sense, right? The like, like after the, the eight, 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 Uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, um, right around 92 is when we start, you know, uh, historically introducing AZT and some, and, and, and some therapy. And so we're, we're coming a little bit out of that AIDS epidemic, but there, especially for the queer community at this point in time, there's just so much grief, so much loss, so much turmoil. It is scary. And another reason why my characters choose to live authentically because it's very apparent and clear to them that our time here is precious and it's important to to do what feeds our soul and brings and bring us joy.
0: So I'm paraphrasing, but it says in your in the blog interview that it's your love letter to uh, Drake Queens who helped shape your identity. Yes. And you also said tone wise, it's a little bit of too Wong Fu meets uh, my cousin, Vinny.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. I I think that's the best way to describe these two worlds colliding. Um, And then it's really, uh, Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmore is my favorite movie. I could quote it all day, every day. I actually just introduced it to a very dear friend of mine last weekend. So I just watched it again. And uh, I grew up, so with Chu Wang Fu introducing me at a very young age to drag, uh, that was, that kind of began my um, admiration for the art form and for drag performers. Mm-hmm. And I always, anytime I am in a, a space of depression or anxiety or feeling stuck or uninspired, uh, I need create a, a creative outlook uh, out. Um, outlet, um I always turn to drag queens, whether it's RuPaul's drag Race or going to a drag show or uh you know watching Chu Wung Fu again, I, I always tend to turn to drag queens to help pull me through.
0: So that movie came out in uh, I think 95, correct? And it's uh
1: 90 90- yes. Yeah,
0: 94. 94, okay. So basically yeah. it came out like it's but it's like I remember when the movie came out, uh it was like I was a teenager and it was just like what is this? I'm like, I'm a, John I'm, a, I'm,
1: I'm
0: from right. a small Patrick town, Swayze. right? What's yeah.
1: That? It's John Legazamo, Patrick Swayze and Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you got the guy from Dirty Dancing and you got the, you know, the, 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 the action star. Right. And then, then yeah. James, and you're like, what's going on here? Like what, like what I you did because it's like when you're from a certain environment, it's a different world Absolutely. now. There wasn't the internet and all that stuff, but, it's like, you're like, you're wondering why, what's, what, what is this about? And then all of a sudden it yeah. it, it, it educates you in, in a lot of ways.
1: Absolutely. I think it was one of the first films to really, to do that in, in such a positive, right? So yeah. the, the drag queens in Chuang Fu, you know, aren't being made, right? They're, they're not being made fun of. They are yeah. the heroes, right? They're the inspiration. They're the angels. They're, they come and they, and and they save you know so many of, of these souls in this small town and bring joy and life and light and uh, it really is I think probably the first time we also get a a mainstream celebratory uh, experience of of drag in the drag uh, community.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. It's like, bit, I guess the point I'm trying to make too. Is that it's like these mainstream movies, like uh, I think you even referenced the the, the birdcage too, and yes. the and like this is this is like the educational like you had like uh philadelphia in like in the early 90s yeah. right and it's like oh okay it's like the, the 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 this this person who has aids is not you know what i mean like there's a certain kind of like uh stereotype or kind of like you know what i mean that that, that yeah and yeah, it's like it's it's the so very, these are very important movies it's like even like your script it's Absolutely. like Also, it's also good storytelling, but it's also very important in in terms of pop culture as well, I guess.
1: Yeah, I I agree. It's it goes back to that broad conversation of representation. Right. And I think the thing that draws me to the movie making experience or whether we are talking about theater is, uh, you know, as an audience, we participate empathy all together. We sit in a theater and we watch you know, and, and connect with characters and empathize. And when you can do that, when you can change someone's heart and mind, when you can, you know, steal them for an hour and a half, two hours, and expose them to people or communities or experiences that they've never and or would never have the opportunity to, to be a part of our experience, um, you know, our, our, our lives get a little brighter and uh, opportunity, you know, and empathy grows.
0: Yeah and it's like like we live in a weird time obviously like it's like without stating the obvious but it's like yeah. there's this 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 huge resistance that's 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 occurring and yeah. they're all like I dare I say they're succeeding a little bit with it too.
1: Oh they're very much succeeding. I mean, you know, within the last week and a half, you know, we had the Scotus uh ruling to just dis- that discriminates and and allows discrimination towards the LGBTQIA plus community, you know, we had the Tennessee uh, this just this past week banning gender affirming care for our trans youth. And it's a it's a really scary time right now. There's over 500 anti queer and uh, anti-drag anti-trans laws that are across the country and it's got the the amount of legislation that has skyrocketed over the past two three years is it, it it's da- it's scary and it's dangerous and it for me as an artist and storyteller it means that the time is na- the time is now the urgency mm-hmm. is real to be able to tell these stories and connect with with audiences and to show people who might not know about the uh, the drag community and might not know uh, much about the LGBTQIA plus community, to show them that it it it's not scary. We're you know, and we're it, we're human beings, and uh, just like everyone else, and deserve our rights and our freedoms, just like everyone else.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And this is yeah, like like I said, the the, the big topic we're talking about is that. Like people, the the generation behind us needs to see this these things on to legitimize who they are, or or also are also the people, to educate the other people as well. Like there's like a absolutely services, yeah,
1: yeah, so, absolutely. It's it's important for us to also, like you said, to share with our our communities, to empower our communities, to make sure that people, especially our youth, don't feel alone right now. Right, that they understand that there is a larger community out there, that they're not alone, their experiences are not isolated and that there is hope and and and, and allies, right? And unconditional love out there for them.
0: So you, you said in the blog as well, that you created, the, you kind of came up with this idea like April, 2001. Do you remember where, 2021, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember where you were when this kind of idea, yeah. like to see this idea came?
1: You. yeah absolutely I remember it vividly uh, it was my 35th birthday uh my second birthday in quarantine oh you're eating
0: yourself people don't do
1: that uh, yeah. oh it's fine I don't care um I I I don't mind that at all I feel like <laughs> I am uh better at 35 than I was at 25 and so I'm pretty proud of uh, you know uh, of the age and the growth um but I yeah I was celebrating my second birthday in quarantine obviously a big birthday and Milestone. Uh, I was gifted by my family a solo. All I wanted to do was just get away. I was in an Airbnb in Ventura County by myself on a writing retreat. And of course, you know, got there, got very excited to start writing. And then the writer's block was real. I couldn't think of anything. You know, I sat in front of a, a blank screen for 24 hours and then decided to watch RuPaul's Drag Race because that's what I do when I need inspiration, when I, you know, I, it's, I always go to my drag Queens and uh, that's kind of when it hit me. And I actually wound up writing a poem uh, that was an ode to drag to the drag Queens who raised me. And from there, that's where the seed was born and the idea for, for the feature uh, was born out of.
0: So it's almost like the, the, you went somewhere to be inspired in it, but it took a little bit and then it happened though i guess
1: yeah yeah i think the biggest thing i took away from that is to it it forced me to kind of go back to the things that brought me joy in childhood. Like that's what I did. I went to drag Queens. And when that kind of clicked, I was like, Oh, okay. That's the inspiration for this. And then the entire film then became kind of an ode to my upbringing, to my upbringing in New Jersey, to my Italian American family, to, and then to the drag Queens that raised me.
0: And then, so the, the, you one of the characters is, uh, their name is uh, Visa Declined. Yes. Right?
1: Yes. <laughs> that is the drag name that my bestie from high school gifted me uh, a very long time ago, and I've been using it for a very long time. Oh,
0: so it's something that this you, that was created a little before the screenplay?
1: Before the screenplay. I did stand up for a very long time uh, in L.A., Uh, the last 10, 15 years, and I did a whole routine on how I've always wanted to grow up to be a drag queen, because I did always want to grow up to be a drag queen, and my bestie from high school is who named me Visa Declined, uh, as if I were ever to be a drag queen, that would be my name, and that name, I I used that name in my stand-up routine, and Visa, that alter ego and persona has been uh, a character that I've been developing for, for a very long time.
0: So then, so then I guess the idea even like was basically like it was before, like before that two years ago, it was always yeah. it been, it's been going on for a long time, I guess.
1: Yeah. I get, you know, I don't, I don't know if I ever really looked at it that way, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it is, it is an idea or at least the seed of, of, of an idea that I have been circling for a very long time.
0: And so you, you, you're looking to do this film yourself, I guess, right? Is that where, that's what your, your desire is? Yes. Sell it, not to option it, not to help you get other jobs as a writer. You want to make this film.
1: I want to make this film and I have two phenomenal co-producers. One of them is my line producer, the other is my director uh, attached to the project. We have been working diligently uh, since last January. The script started as a short. And then from there, we all, we decided as a team that it, the world and everything and the characters deserve to have a feature. And so we've spent uh, the last year and a half uh, building, you know, our our marketing materials. As I've been writing the script, and right before the WGA strike hit, we yeah. we had just entered our financing stage and put obviously put all of that on hold for the time being. So I'm looking forward to getting back to financing, and I'm hopeful that we'll secure what we need and go into production soon.
0: And you also want to star in it, right?
1: Yes. Yes. So the Angela character, the, the, these best friend I wrote uh, with myself in mind.
0: So it's almost like this is your Rocky. This is your Rocky story. Yes. The the, the Italian community back to it. Yes
1: absolutely absolutely i've always i keep saying it's my goodwill hunting but i think rocky is a better analogy yeah.
0: well it's one it's an individual it's like yeah it's, it's also about like kind of like fighting the odds like dramatically. Yeah. you know what i mean
1: yeah absolutely like
0: going after your dreams never letting it die right
1: absolutely fighting for your dreams
0: yeah so yeah I mean, you might be too, yeah you're probably too young to even like uh, uh that's but yeah but it's, yeah it's rocky
1: are you kidding me i grew up on rocky of yeah. course i've seen rocky a billion times yeah. Adrian, come on <laughs> they're
0: still they're still they're, they are, they're still making movies now right they're exactly right
1: yeah
0: so the film is done well on the festival circuit you go to your website no rules i gotta i gotta mention that your website and then the, the no rules website really well done Thank very professional. You. People go there, like they, they know, they see that it's, it's a, uh, it's there, these are, these are people to uh pay attention to the way it's designed. So I just want to mention that.
1: Well, I did it myself. So I really appreciate that's, that. That's that's
0: impressive. Cause and like sharing, obviously, I'm
1: not a web designer.
0: <laughs> Cause what, what I do, I go on, I have to go on a lot of people's websites and, and, yep. and they, I never say it on a podcast, but I, I'll say that yours is very good. You have very good. Well, thank uh, you
1: so much. I really appreciate it.
0: So if you're doing it yourself, then you're doing something right.
1: Awesome.
0: So yeah, it's like I said, it's it's doing. It seems to be you're sending it to the festival, sending it to contest. It seems to be doing well for yourself.
1: it has been, and it's been really exciting. I, we have a few laurels uh, attached so far. I, the most recent was the semifinalist. I placed as a semifinalist in the New uh, New York City Screenplay Awards. Um, it's gotten great an honorable mention from from Big Apple, which was very exciting because uh, Big Apple Film Festival was the first film festival I ever participated in as an independent filmmaker back in the day. So that was so nice to kind of to just to get that, that little honor. It was a quarter-finalist in the Golden uh, Script competition, a quarter-finalist in the Creative uh, Screenwriting Unique Voices competition. Um, and then of course, uh, the Wild Sound uh, Festival winner, which was an absolute thrill. Getting to hear my words out loud with such talent uh, behind them was just really empowering and really validating
0: that's amazing uh yeah and and so talk like talk so you want to basically do this from the grassroots are you like because you guys you you people can go to your website and they can basically donate to your to your film and uh is that is that what you're looking for or what are you just looking to to team up with a production company like ideally, ideally i guess whatever means possible
1: I was just gonna say, ideally, however I get money, I'm gonna get money. Yeah, um, sure. But the the wonderful part, the really cool part is we're partnered with um, the Film Collaborative, which is a female-run 501c3 organization that uh, you go through an application, for, a pretty intense application process, and you can attach to the Film Collaborative and your film then becomes uh, 501c3. Uh, So in terms of it's a big world, right? There's a lot going on, especially as a period piece. So we knew as a team that it would be beneficial to be able to get in-kind donations, to be able to go out and get sponsorship opportunities, so that whether it was someone donating money or someone donating goods, that became a tax write-off for whoever would like to support the film. And yeah. so through both means is really kind of how we've decided to fund, but we're also uh, going out for cl- grant applications and fellowship, you know, awards. A lot of the script festivals um, have a monetary, you know, uh, uh, prize. And so it's just, it's gonna be however, we get the money, but we hope that we could start developing relationships with investors and and production companies to to get it fully produced
0: and so Katriana is the is the one you want to direct the film, correct?
1: Yes. so Kat is uh, one of my co-producers and and my director that's attached
0: and so she's got a pretty good background. Uh, she's got some game directing game i I, I hear with you absolutely.
1: Yes, she actually just wrapped a feature film. She's just coming off of uh, directing a, a, a feature film, also uh, telling a trans story. And I didn't say also, because I'm not, this isn't a trans story, but, but the story she was telling was specifically a trans story. Uh, she is an Academy uh, nom- uh, nominated producer, Academy Award nominated producer. She's got a, a phenomenal resume and is just a, an amazing human being.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, that's a good, it's a good way to start, uh, uh, pitching her. She's, she's got an Academy a nomination. So yeah, how many people can say that? So,
1: right. I know I can't <laughs> say that. Uh, so it's, it's very cool. I, and it's something that I often remind Kat to say herself.
0: <laughs> so you could so see if you guys like had like, like obviously some initial uh, dis, uh, discussions of like the tone and like how you guys are going to shoot it? Like, uh, has that been, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean that the, the whole process in terms of building out our pitch deck and our marketing materials, our yeah. investor deck, so many of those questions have to be answered. Yeah. You know, we don't, we can't determine a budget if we don't know really how we're going to be uh, film, you know, filming it and what's needed and what the shots look like. And so a lot of the of this development process has been just that has figure have been figuring out the visual storytelling elements, how we're going to tell it. But for me, it's been wonderful just to be able to kind of hand it over and let Kat take it from there. Uh, so it's been a it's a true collaboration, and it's wonderful to have such a strong uh, visual storyteller by my side, um, who who I get to collaborate with as we are developing the script too. So that's been a wonderful collab- creative process and collaboration.
0: I'm assuming that you're going to have to have a nice budget for the wardrobe. Nice wardrobe. Uh,
1: Well, I'm a wardrobe stylist, so yes. Uh, But it's 1992 at New Jersey and drag. So yes, the costumes are going to be insane in the best
0: way possible (laughs) yeah it's going to be like a a little little bit of a a piece of the pie of the budget I guess right
1: absolutely absolutely and another reason why it's it's great to be attached to the film collaborative because we could reach out to you know wig companies or makeup companies and ask for those kind of in-kind donations that can kind of help taper the cost of the art department needs
0: gotcha well, congratulations. This is a pretty, like, I, I'm very uh, I'm impressed by everything about the screenplay. It's it's tight, too. It's like, I know you're probably tinkering all, all the time, yeah. but this is a pretty, this is a very tight screenplay. It seems to be ready to, ready to go.
1: Thank you so much. I I mean, it, I would say the same, I'm ready to go, but I feel like, you know, every writer you could rewrite and rewrite and rewrite, and it's, it never feels... It never feels perfect or ready, um, but that if I put my producer hat on, I'm ready to go, um, and my actor hat, and I just feel like it, the urgency behind the story is really important right now.
0: Well, you should put your actor hat, because this is a, this is going to be, you're the story, right? So. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And well, I, these is the story. These is the story, and I. No, I, I
0: know, but I'm know. saying there's there's some, yeah. but you have an arc, and there's some moments. Oh yeah, some intense moments that you have to get through as an Absol- actor. right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm mean, I'm excited to to dig in and excited to to work with Cat and uh, and my co-producer Laura, and to build out our team, and hopefully next time we chat, it'll be because we've screened the film at yeah. Sound.
0: That's that's probably going to happen. So.
1: I love it. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to the day.
0: And you guys, obviously you want to to strike the end. I guess a lot of people do too. Right. So.
1: You know, that's so tough because yes, I mean, we all, you know, I want to be working right. And we all want to be working. Uh, And I want to get back to financing and, and having conversations with producers. But at the same time, I do believe it's an, it's an important time for us to fight for and demand the appropriate contracts and pay and equity in in our industry
0: yeah it seems like they're like uh maybe that by the time this podcast opens it will be different but it seems like it's almost like a game of chicken like nobody really wants to uh to to basically compromise on anything i guess right
1: yeah you know the producers man um they're they're tough they're tough it's, it's and I understand, you know, I, well, I don't I, think it's I, the
0: producers. I think yeah. it's the, the, the owners, <laughs> the owners yeah. of these. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. The studios, the executives and, yeah. you know, Um. but I am a, I am a proud sag after member. I have been for 12, 15 years at this point. I am a proud pre WGA member. I, I aspire to be a part of that union as well. And as an artist and a storyteller, I don't want to see, you know, my job or the future of my industry diminished or dismantled or, you know, completely Mm. taken away. And it, it, it's always a matter of, you know, we got to kind of make them hurt a little bit before they fully understand how, how serious this is and how detrimental, you know, this is for, for the future of our industry.
0: And public opinion is very important in strikes, and uh, and and yeah. uh, it seems like public opinion is on the writer's side as well, and that's 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 a I,
1: yeah, I hope so. Listen, we came out of a of a lockdown where we absorbed a ton of content, yeah. and you know that was kind of the only thing getting us through was yeah. being able to escape into our favorite movies and TV shows, and and watching the new you know content being produced and. And when you understand that, that can get taken away from you. Well, it's
0: great. already taken. The, like I, I missed Bill Maher on Friday nights. Like I can't. I, that's yeah. what I. That was my tradition. Now I can't. Yeah. I can't watch them now, right? So,
1: absolutely. So it's
0: little way. things like that that kind of bother people. And when that starts to happen, like even more profoundly, We're like, why yep. isn't the show coming back? Oh, because they're mm-hmm. on strike, right? So,
1: exactly. And it's good. Listen, it's also good that the the rest of the world and the country kind of start to understand what's happening here, you know, in, yeah. in our bubble.
0: Hundred percent. Well, congratulations yeah. so far on the thing. I think this is just the, this you. is just like stage one of uh, of many stages. So
1: yeah, it's keep, just keep, the beginning.
0: Yeah, exactly. Keep going yeah. with it, and I wish you the best of success.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Matthew. This was fantastic. And thank you again for honoring and uplifting um, my work. It, it was a real thrill to, to hear my words out loud. And I look forward to connecting again.
0: 100%. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemizer, Heisman Incorporated. we going
1: to be-